You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on The John DePietro Show. J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, J.K.L., is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call J.K.L. Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. J.K.L., they'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience, their reputation, Second to none, whether you're in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, call J.K.L. Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call my friends at J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. Let's be nice and comfortable in your home. J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Folks, it's John DePietro. Weekdays, we start at 11, we go till 2. It's AM 1380. 99.9 FM really comes in strong. Providence North, really from Cranston. And then you can always listen online at DePietro.com. It's time for DePietro Debate. And what we do is I have uh, one of my siblings, happens to write for the Sun Chronicle. Her name is Donna Perry. And uh, DJ, let's start off uh, national, if you don't mind, uh, regarding, um, and this is different. We... uh, Apparently, former Vice President Joe Biden has finally made it out of the basement. And uh, but prior to doing that, he was doing an interview with a New York uh, radio station and he um, who is syndicated. But he was saying, basically, the host was giving him a hard time. Not sure if I should vote for you, not vote for you. And basically, uh, Vice President Biden said, listen, you're not black if, if you vote for Trump or don't know the difference between me and Trump. It's caused a huge outroar, and yeah. uh, since then, he's now come out of the basement. But let's start off with the Biden, uh, you, you ain't all black. And it's great, great to be with you, J.D. What, what happened with that show, I think, is just perfectly illustrates, and it was a vivid reminder of the real loose cannon as a campaigner that Biden is. And these recent months of the pandemic have allowed the public and the media, in a way, you know, to forget that he he is just prone to this kind of stuff. But I thought that particular exchange, I believe, is problematic for them. And it's going to be problematic uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, I, I just think it goes to the heart of something that's a little deeper with the Democratic Party and black voters and the African-American community at large, John. Because it, it goes to this question. And I thought that interviewer... He really got to it that, you know, the Democratic Party takes the black vote for granted. This right. has gone on for decades. Now, they can say uh, that, the, oh, they have, you know, oh, they've go by what we've done and they've been very supportive and and all these kinds of things. But I thought it was very telling that it, I'm sorry, in this day and age, there's been a lot obviously going on with the pandemic and then a lot of African-Americans have sadly perished through this. And there's questions about health care or who's health care and all those kinds of things. And I think the fact that in that exchange leading up to that really, which I thought was a very condescending comment, and that is exactly what that is, is as if to say, gee, you know, if you're black and you think you're with Trump, then like you don't quote, like know what you're talking about. And I kind of think that's how he had a right to take it that way. But I think it goes to this issue, the fact that Biden throws out this thing of saying, you know, I was a co-sponsor of like, you know, the Civil Rights Reauthorization Act. John, for if you're like a 20 year old African-American today 
What, what does that mean to you? Right. You know, that's just big legislative gobbledygook. Let's face it. No one was going to not in America reauthorize that. So I thought that's very telling. And it shows not just how he can be condescending to the black community, which the Democratic Party in general can be. I also shows, again, he's very out of touch with a younger voter. And that host is a younger guy. And I think he had every right to say there's a long time between now and November and we'd like to have you back. Uh, and it was almost as if to say, hey, this is my one hit with you. Right. Um, there was a, a lot of insulting things in that. And, I, you know, and the fact that the aide kind of they're vocally, you could hear them interject, say, oh, our time is up. We have to go. And his wife was going to wait for him or he, she had a Dr. Jill Biden had to do something. I just thought it, it came off really poorly but the democratic party they're they're so desperate they're with him jd and so they just spin and spin and say oh he was joking and so um i think there's more to come with that kind of stuff he did try to walk it back how much um but it was much later uh you know they didn't it wasn't immediate it was not until later in the day and then on meet the press andrew mitchell was saying you know they recorded this interview apparently at night and then it's three thirty the next day before they started to apologize how much do you think this may impact who now he selects to be his vice presidential choice yeah well i think um it's been clear that they now i think that it's almost like they're in a corner and only an African-American, you know, choice will be acceptable. I, I think that's kind of um, clear. And I think that there were some who took advantage of the moment to, you know, on Twitter. And there were people saying, well, that shows, you know, we have to, he has to have a black running mate. So um, there was also some pushback online when they, and it was released that they were actively very much talking to Amy Klobuchar. Yep. You know, and there's a lot of and there was pushback to say, well, gee, you know, she's nice, uh, good person. But no, no, no. Like it has to be in this category. Um, another black female name that's come up. I thought this is curious in more recent week or days is um, that Susan Rice is. Yes. Name. Yeah. Yes. Uh, very. You know, what's funny about all that, that that's almost the triangle was like Obama, Biden, Susan Rice. And, you know, very close to Obama. Um, and I think it shows behind the scenes Obama wants to be, you know, like very, he's very, you know, staying very close to what the, what's going on with all this, obviously. Um, so I, I just think maybe they think she's a more senior level type of person. But I think what's going to happen with all that is that the Trump team will certainly, and they're very agile at this, whoever he picks you could almost say this could almost be your shadow president. Right. I, and I think that's going to start, you know, get more clear to the country. Obviously, people have been very distracted. But so very big question for them. Um, the reason I think they look toward maybe a Kamala Harris kind of person, like I say, I think they don't want someone who has not been really nationally vetted. Right. Uh, a sitting senator is different, let's say, from Stacey Abramson. I've said this before. I think she's problematic. Yeah. Um, she has a, a team of people pushing for her. I don't see that happening. Hmm. So. You know, what's also interesting. And again, folks, uh, it's John DePietro. It's uh, with me as one of my siblings. Donna Perry happens to be a col uh, writer and columnist for The Sun Chronicle. Is um, So uh, former Vice President Joe Biden, who, who in many ways you know, he's kind of gotten a free pass because he hasn't been out campaigning and he's kind of just been in the basement and he's had these flubs through the different interviews. Now he's apparently going to be out more. And when we see him, it's him and his wife, uh, Dr. Jill Biden. And he's, um, they both have on huge masks. And the I first know. thing that, that stuck up to me was, no, wait a minute. He's only with her. They're not around anyone else. They're outside. And he's got the aviar sunglasses on and the and the huge mask. Is that is that? I mean, how did that strike you? I found that a little overkill and, and almost was seeing almost a little pandering. I mean, yeah. yeah, you're outside. He's got the and he's got a black mask on. I don't right, know what that was all about. Um, but granted, maybe it was solemn and like a because the sun had 
had passed away. But um, what, what was your thought on the two of them? And that it, it turned into like a photo op almost. It absolutely did. And I thought the same thing, J.D. I thought the optics of it was was very severe. You know, they were both yeah. in the black mask. I thought that right away. I thought, couldn't she be in a white mask? Or, yeah. you know, it, I and I don't know. That's what they were comfortable with. I think it was. They probably picked it thinking it was kind of a morning respectful Sure. thing because you're talking yeah. about right the memorial day um you know the memorial and all that stuff and then he also on top of it it is near the anniversary of the death of his son so right. i'll give him a pass on that i think the aviator sunglasses on top of it maybe doesn't i, I just i thought it was a kind of a striking photo um but they i think it's a bigger issue they they need to get out. They they definitely, I think in light of what happened with the Charlemagne interview, um, he's going to be very scripted when he is out. But I don't know how long that can last. That he, you know, that it was very tight. The reporters, someone yelled over um, something. Um, but it wasn't, you know, there was very little exchange. Um, and then maybe, okay, that's not the moment. But the fact that that's the only appearance since March, right? And And then they get shuffled back into the, you know, the black limo. Um, I, I don't know. I think the, now the media has certainly made the mask wearing and Trump won't wear a mask. That's an entire, right. you know, topic itself. You're right. And I think that's actually plays. Uh, I think the public, it gets annoyed by that. You know, this is like CNN. It's almost like a watchdog thing. You know, they're just watching, you know, will he ever wear the mask and he won't wear the, you know, this is nonsense and stop reporting this. Um, and I also think that him outside, you're right, John, like I think there's continues to be this confusing guidance about yeah. what should happen outside. And I think right. that, you know, if when people are out on a beach, I'm sorry, they don't have to sit in a mask in 90 degree weather, that is just not going to happen, nor is it scientifically necessary. Right. That's Ridiculous. the point. Yeah. Yes. I could see maybe getting back in the car. Now he, he is surrounded by uh, Secret Service because he is the Democrat front runner. Before we take a break, the media was making a big deal. So the, it's more of the weekend. President's limited where he can go. And the president goes out for a round of golf. Did you think um, anything wrong with that? I, I think that was perfectly fine. I mean, yeah. they have gone really almost day to day now for like 60 days. It's we're on two months in plus. Right. And so on a three day weekend that he took an afternoon off, which, by the way, Dr. Burks, every week that they get a chance to interchange when she gets in front of a mic, she has said to people, it's good for you now to go outside. Right. It's just it's just good in general. I mean, he wasn't standing around a packed country club bar room. I mean, he was like outside, you know, in a big open golf course. And I think that, you know, I, I would have hoped that uh, Dr. Burks and Fauci, like I hope they had an afternoon outside, go take a walk yes. or something. I mean, this is ridiculous. And, and the media is going to keep burying themselves with this like overly harsh uh, everything with Trump, J.D. And, I, you know, we've got a few months to go here. And the fact that they, he did, you know, he doesn't wear a mask. And Biden, look at Biden. Good Biden. He wears a mask. It's just ridiculous, the level of this coverage right now. Folks, when we come back, we are going to touch. I want to touch on again a little bit about the VP pick. And then also, obviously, all the uh, local uh, openings, non-openings, uh, Governor Baker, Governor Mundo. It's all ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. Remember, for your business, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-21. MEG, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Remember, free estimates. Call them today, 508-336-2110. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. FHWA Inspections or Rhode Island State Inspection Station. Trailer Pickup and Delivery. 24-hour mobile service. ABS repairs, brakes, doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega truck and trailer repair. Call them 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for Mega truck and trailer repair. 
Hi, this is Steve at Water Filter Company. You heard John speak about his. Now you can own your own $249 drinking water system for just $199. That's $50 off. This ends May 29th, 2020. Call Water Filter Company. Say John's name, save 50 bucks, and you get all the safe, clean water you can ever need. I don't have enough time to discuss all the benefits here, but will when you call. Don't let this deal go by. Call Water Filter Company, 294-2400. Save 50 bucks. It all ends May 29th, 2020. This portion of the program brought to you by Bethel Certified Softwash. Let's make sure your house and property looks the best it can look. Right now, spring is the time. You can text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585. They have a great Facebook page, Bethel Certified Softwash. Let's get rid of that algae mildew that's outside in your home, the side of your home, on your pavement, on your patio. Maybe it's on the basketball court. Bethel Certified Softwash. They have a great Facebook page. Jared, the before and after pictures are just incredible. What your home could look like or your garage, your property, with Bethel Certified Softwash Power Wash. Now, Jared, he came to our house. Folks, it looks brand new. Get rid of, you know, it just happens. You build up some of that algae and mildew, and maybe sometimes you just have some dirt and grime. Bethel Certified Softwash Power Wash, especially now we're spending more time outside. You want your house and property to look the best it can. Jared did a fantastic job. My neighbors are saying, my goodness, Juan, look how beautiful your house looks. It looks so clean. My kid said, Daddy, it's like the house got a bath. I said, it did get a bath from Bethel Certified Softwash. Text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585. Find them on Facebook. It's Bethel Certified Softwash. It's going to make your property, your home, your deck, your walkway, any outdoor surface, he can get rid of it as far as the algae, mildew, gets rid of it with a very safe solution. It's Bethel Certified Softwash. It's John DePietro weekdays. Folks, we start at 11. We go until 2. With me is one of my siblings, Donna Perry. Let me just also just touch. I want to go back on uh, uh, the vice presidential pick coming up and then also um, the president. You know, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. I'm glad that President Trump didn't fall for that business. Of, he has a few down hours, and they're making such a big deal of how could he be outside and golfing. And, but it's, it's, weird. it's how are you going to spend the time? I mean, I guess so if you go for a long walk. I don't know how that would be seen. But during, um, during the Iran uh, crisis, hostage crisis, you know, President Carter became, he was like a prisoner to the White House. Yes. And in something like this, there's never going to be the perfect opportune time. So you have to just, you know, whatever it may be, either you're outside or you go for play around the golf. It's um, I, I'm just I'm glad they didn't fall prey to that, because otherwise you, you do become a prisoner to the White House in really to the media that keeps insisting that at all hours you should be up and shaken and worried and, and not doing anything that seems like relaxation. Yeah. And, and I would absolutely agree with that. And that was the famous Carter, like the Rose garden. It was like, he could never get out of the Rose garden yeah. kind of thing. And I'll tell you what you talk about optics. So Trump is golfing more Americans who have been cooped up JD in my view would have related to the visual of That's he's right. just outside a couple hours, you know, they were golfing a little bit. Uh, it wasn't like, you know, he did a three-day weekend whirling all over the place. I think more people relate to that than Biden looking completely remaining isolated. Now we're nine weeks and plus, you yep. know, on to this. Point. And I yeah. also want to say, I think, um, I think Trump is getting the best of them and getting the best of the Democrats with a pattern that has emerged uh, that he's very nimble at. And that is, and it goes to when, it, you know, the whole thing came up about the churches and reopening and everything else. Like, I, I think what happens here is that because a lot of, especially the CNNs and MSNBCs of the world, because if Trump began speaking of the churches should be open, he has an uncanny and they continue to underestimate his ability to feel the pulse of the public. The yep. public was ready for that. That's the public right. was saying, oh, only Home Depot and Stop and Shop are essential and all this stuff. 
And the fact that he starts talking about it, it only gets the others, like they go into this frenzy that they looked against that. And then the Democrats by, you know, association with the media and the national Democrats look opposed to what the regular, regular people who aren't overly partisan were feeling. And they were saying, you know, I do miss my church. And why can't a small amount of people go? Trump was just on that pulse. And it's a pattern. He he says it. So they go insanely against the the notion. And then the public said, oh, gee, you you know, my uh, I like my little church. And and John, right. we talked about this, a place of worship, whether it's a church, synagogue, that is very personal to a person. It, it's like your own local town. That's what that feels like. Your parish is very personal to you. Yep. And the fact that like Trump was on to that ahead of them. And that's what I'm saying. Like you just see this pattern where the Democrats don't get it. And because they have like the Pavlov dog reaction, it's like if he's talking about it, we're against it. And they right. are missing that they're not really with the public on that topic. And, and he's doing it again and again. I'll tell you what, he'll do it all summer. You know, on Friday afternoon when he announced that, uh, and again, folks, um, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro with me as one of my siblings, Donna Perry, writer for the Sun Chronicle. As he announced that, it happened in real time. He was having the same press briefing time as Governor Raimondo, who immediately shot it down. And then just as we were about to leave, I said, I really just want to clarify. The president of the United States is saying reopen the churches. And you're saying, and she said, absolutely not. What what I don't understand is... I don't understand why it wouldn't be and kind of like the beaches, you know, the, she, the, the governor made a big deal. Only two beaches are going to be open. And yesterday was a lousy day. And so, you know, in the media is almost like, you know, thousands were expected, only a couple hundred. Who, who would have gone to the beach yesterday? It was cold. It was overcast. I, I don't I think there's too much control on something that if they would step back, if, if, if the governor, Governor Mundo would said, you know what, if the churches want to open and they feel they're ready, they know what they have to do. So be it. She doesn't. The governor doesn't do that. They hold firm. No, only two beaches are open. I'm only going to give you two and the churches must remain closed. Right. And that's again, that's part of this instinct. It was like she doubles down. You know, yes, she's she really has acquired that. She's the double down uh, right in that category. And, And again, they you know, so then she puts up her guard and she doesn't want that edict challenged and they don't want to be entertaining the idea on some of this and that they got it wrong or maybe they're not flexible enough uh, and everything else. And again, if Trump says it, then it has to be like black is black and white is white. It's like if he says it, we're going to go running against it. And again, J.D., they're missing the point that maybe the public had the same sentiment just because Trump wanted it. Look, the public wanted it. You know, you, you have yeah. the bishop and you have these great people and Father Healy and all these people saying that, you know, we can do this. We can make it safe. But, you know, don't be just like diabolically opposed to it. And then you're doubly opposed to it because Trump talked about it. Yeah. And that's what it becomes. Are you surprised also that now in Massachusetts, the churches are open. It is, seems silly to me. We're side by side. Mass doesn't have outside dining. Rhode Island does. Uh, Massachusetts uh, is allowing mass service. Rhode Island still not yet in in salons in Massachusetts. They open today. Mm -hmm. What do you make of um, here? Two states side by side. Massachusetts was hit much harder than Rhode Island. And yet I'm just I'm surprised that things are not opening at the same time. I agree. And I I think absolutely. I mean, Mass was the third worst hit state. But again, I think it does go to style leadership. Um, Baker is a very methodical uh, guy, but he's known to also be very inclusive in terms of the input he's getting. And I've talked about this. He convened from different industry sectors. They have a lot of people, like if you're, you know, the restaurant groups, they designated a few people, they gave input to him, you know, they, and they probably even said the faster we're on your short list is really critical here, you know? Yep. And the salons and, and who they employ, which, um, you know, and, and the, the, the reason they've been a little like, and Romando continues to have kind of a tin air about this, J.D. On the one hand, they're talking about, oh, you know, when we want to get people back to work and it's so awful and you have 80,000 plus Rhode Islanders unemployed. And I know it's higher than that. 
Look, a lot of people who do that work, they're like at baseline. You know, they may be minimum right. wage or a little higher. So, yep. you know, the state is going to keep cobbling themselves worse if you if you don't understand that even JD days and weeks right now matter on a reopening. Yes. You and I, you've been seeing it and you've been, you know, just fantastic and, and following all this that days and weeks matter. That's the difference between a restaurant saying by this Friday, you know what, guys, I'm done, you know, because yeah. or a salon will say, you know, I can't go two more weeks. Um, so I think you're right. Like the states are very close by. You have very similar demographics. Um, I, I just think she needed to push a little harder and faster and they've got to get things in line that way. And the other thing I'll note, very centerpiece critical to Rhode Island and their tourism dollars. Mass after June 8th, if everything stays on these really good trajectory down that he's seeing, they're going to allow hotels and seasonal rentals. What does that mean? A beach house. They are going to allow those mm. with a lot of regulations to open in mass. What does that mean? He wants Cape Cod to not yeah. to have something of a decent season. That's and mm. I, I would just argue if Rhode Island lets Newport and Narragansett have really bad seasons, Rhode Island is really in trouble. Mm. But Something else um, before we take a break that I don't understand. And again, they're very adamant, though, that, nope, that's what the date is going to be. And it's and I'm not sure who's making the call here um, other than I know a lot of here salons are upset and offended that that Stephen Pryor head of commerce calls them here cutters kind of downgrades it as opposed to like a stylist. But right. but the fact that now inside dining, some portion of inside dining is going to be allowed. Same thing with outside dining. But they're doing it on a Monday, and I'm, I'm hearing from different restaurant people, why don't you give us a shot to, for the weekend, the Friday, Saturday? That's when people, you know, go, Lunch because then the news yeah. reports were outside dining open last Monday. There were a few people. Well, a lot of people don't go out to eat on a Monday or a Tuesday. I mean, it is still the weekend. I don't understand, like, everything has to start on the Monday when that's that's not the business model. That's a great point. Um, I know in some of the mass towns where they're trying to – get to the more dining they're starting with like thursday friday and saturday night that makes yeah sense. and yeah. and they're even going to do this thing where they have some little road closures and let everybody get the tables outside um yeah. i know in my little town they're looking at that and and in mass the inside and outside the inside dining is also supposed to come online with selective um, you know, a lot of high regulations, but they are going to bring the inside online in like mid-June, maybe June 8th, when mm -hmm. Baker gets this other regulation. But JD, like we say, you, if, if you think you're going to bankrupt all restaurants and salons, you, you have a huge economic and unemployment problem. Yeah. And even worse, if you don't realize that your actions are bankrupt. That's right. Instead right. of thinking like everyone's going to come back. Folks, when we come back, we are going to talk about the fact General Assembly is nowhere to be seen. And also, interesting story about Matt Lauer. It's the Petro debate with uh, Sun Chronicle columnist Donna Perry right here on the John DePetro Show. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006 and also 24 7 emergency service available call yankee tree service today 439-6028 439-6028 whether it's tree removal stump grinding tree pruning emergency service bucket truck at service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439-6028, 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call, 439-6028, or online at yankeetreeservice.com. 
waterfilterproducts.com. Hi, this is Steve at Water Filter Company. You heard John speak about his. Now you can own your own $249 drinking water system for just $199. That's $50 off. This ends May 29th, 2020. Call Water Filter Company. Say John's name, save 50 bucks, and you get all the safe, clean water you can ever need. I don't have enough time to discuss all the benefits here, but Will, when you call, don't let this deal go by. Call Water Filter Company, 294-2400. Save 50 bucks. It all ends May 29th, 2020. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by MEGA, MEGA Professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. 508-336-7801. Now, what exactly do they do, MEGA Professionals? They are here to help you run your business by finding you workers. And maybe you need workers. Maybe you need drivers, workers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, uh, local, a.k.a. sleep-at-home drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled workers, labor, healthcare professionals, office professionals. You need workers. You need MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals. You're trying to run your business. I, listen, it's a hassle trying to hire people, go through all the resumes, set up the interviews. Instead, it's one phone call to help you with your company. MEGA professionals. 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801 for MEGA Professionals. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. It's John DePietro. Listen, folks, this is a unique situation. But instead of wasting the time by just watching television or old episodes of old movies, instead, clean up your home, clean up your attic, clean up your basement and your garage. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. Call them for a free estimate. They will deliver a dumpster right to your home. Do some spring cleaning. Use this time to finally clean that out that old junk from your basement, from your attic, from your garage. Do some spring cleaning. Use this unique time. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. They'll come to your home. They will drop off a dumpster. You load it up. Tell them whenever it is. Maybe it stays for a week. Maybe it stays for a weekend. Maybe it stays for one day. Call Brothers Disposal today. Free estimate, 401 401- 6880517 stop watching netflix do something productive finally clean up your home clean out that garage or the attic or the basement call brothers disposal today 401-688-0517 free estimate 401-688-0517 it's brothers disposal and let's get a dumpster in the driveway folks it's John DePietro weekdays we start at 11 we go till 2 and with me is Donna Perry let's um touch on I I, I had heard early on that uh House Speaker Nick Mattiello said because of his legal problems or potential legal problems they've had a grand jury looking at him that he would have been perfectly content for the General Assembly to not even return this year and here it is it's past Memorial Day and uh and it's really incredible that the General Assembly the Rhode Island State House other states are meeting they are nowhere to be seen. This state is being yep. run by one person. There's one voice, and it's Governor Raimondo. You know, I, I just think it's not just a disgrace that they are really missing in action. I mean, that they're going to help add damage by not doing the things they're supposed to do. And, and Blake Filippi has been exactly right in speaking out about yep. this. I mean, you know, you can't just say... That this one governor, which we now have, J.D., has gone nine weeks unchallenged, essentially, by any other governmental body, unchallenged uh, legally, really. I mean, I know there's talk of different things, but she has essentially had edicts come out. It, It 
anyone in this climate could needs to have checks and balances and you need to have, you know, some of the judgments can be wrong. And the fact that they have just, they have oversight committees, which Filippi has talked about, where are they? They need to be doing some of their work, not to mention the whole financial picture going forward. Rhode Island coming out of this, John, could be as equally destructive as what went on since March. I mean, you, you have a state approaching, what, a billion-dollar deficit? That's, that's probably yep. underestimated. Uh, it's going to grow. And I think the fact that all they respond is they're, like, waiting and hoping for another big, like, federal bailout uh, legislation that I think is going to get very problematic for that to work out that way, by the way. You know, and they just... Like, let's wait and see. And I think and then the governor is even saying things like, well, I know legally we're supposed to have a balanced budget July 1, but we'll just kind of go month to month. I mean, month to month is, you know, like that shouldn't be how a $10, million, $10 billion, you know, state can function. But he's exactly right. You have really big things on the line here. And he wants to, I thought when Filippi talked about where is, we need to have oversight on, um, certainly with the mail ballot system, like what, how is oh, that yeah. going to work? And he talked about the unemployment claims process, you know, who is monitoring that? Is that up to speed? But worse is, you know, like are, are the misrepresentations going on? And the other thing he talked about that central, um, if I can mention this, the contact tracing whole process is very problematic. And I think mm. you're going to see more, pushback when you lay into what john that really means now i know in mass for instance bakers tried to get really aggressive on that um they have an infrastructure that they're trying to really push here here's the thing about a small business and i hope the rhode island small businesses understand this this is a scenario that could happen if you you force people and i know it's supposed to be voluntary you you have people enter their names they were in a restaurant establishment this or that Someone within four days says, I have symptoms. Oh, I'll get tested. In theory, and, and the salons are now arguing with Baker in mass. In theory, then, anyone who was in the vicinity is supposed to get like, you know, you're on 14-day quarantine. So the salons are saying to him, well, how is that going to work? We just reopened. So what? Now all our stylists can't work, come in for two weeks. See, and then the employees, if you were in a little restaurant in Rhode Island and then there's a contact trace, um, then what? Everyone who served that party of table, every, you know what I mean? Like now you've put all these people out of commission for the case of where a person who may have, as we know, you can test positive and have very, very mild symptoms. So I, I just think the contact tracing whole thing is, is really going to explode when people understand what that is supposed to mean and how, again, it just takes tons of people out of commission for two weeks at a time. And when the businesses are just trying to get back on their feet, I don't, I don't see how that's going to really work, be effective. And, you know, J.D., I don't think people are going to cooperate with it. Well, not only that, but even the safety element. You know, picture just two girls, seniors in high school, going to get a coffee somewhere, and then the... 30-year-old man says, I need your names and I need to know where you live. I mean, I, I don't like the sound of that. Right, anyway. right. It's so an infringement. I don't think you can legally, for, I don't think you can legally force it. There's a lot of problems with it. Um, let's finish up with, uh, you know, I, I thought it was pretty impressive the way, you know, it's so easy to kick Matt Lauer since he's had these problems. But he came out with, I thought, uh, very aggressive. And it's about time someone starts to challenge this Ronan Farrell, who is being treated like royalty by the press but if you really look inside this this was not journalism that ronan farrell was practicing he was massaging the stories coercing people acting more like an advocate uh really getting uh victims it seemingly to kind of embellish their stories a little bit more far more than some of the accusations had been when some of these things were first happening. Yep. And I, I, I think that was almost like the, um, the media story of the week, not having to do with, yeah. um, you know, the virus, but, and it got a lot of gloss over, but I think it's a very important development. I mean, this was, so the New York times did, they decided they have a new writer. I think he came over from Politico, Ben Smith, and he did in his own exhaustive piece that hit last week, 
taking a look at what, how Ronan Farrow, you know, first it was the Harvey Weinstein thing, but then Matt Lauer got caught up in his whole thing that really was almost like trying to be a takedown of NBC. And basically to keep it simple, he, uh, Ben Smith just did his own exhaustive piece to look and go back and ask where there has been whispering that a lot of Ronan Farrow's work is not solid. There's fabrications. And, and he was saying that this is like a dangerous turning point for journalism that, you know, you're allowed to put out a piece, all these pieces. Then he creates the book about it, JD. And, and the times found in that book, there are many elements where he claims my conversation with so-and-so said, and they went back to the person and they said, I never had that con- Ronan Farrow never reached out to me. I, I never said yeah. that. And I never verified it. And the reason I hmm. think it's so important. And then by the way, so then there was all this pushback against the times writer for like, quote, you know, daring <laughs> to go after Ronan Farrow. And I think it just shows that, like, I think what their piece was trying to say is no matter how ugly the episode, that whether it's Jeffrey Epstein and, and whether it's, you know, um, uh, and what happened to Matt Lauer is a different story and you don't want to uh, want to group him in. But the thing is, like, you can't just get along by saying, I did these interviews and I have corroboration. And the reporter said that is a longstanding tenant of journalism. Like you have to, you don't lie about sources. If you put in the paper, these are our, this is what this person said. And I, the reporter actually spoke to them directly or through an email, you know, and, and I just think that's a really important point, especially when you're talking about JD and again, with the Weinstein, with the um, Weinstein thing and how it got tangled up with NBC, you're talking about almost destroying someone's life their name, their reputation, and everything else. And I just thought it was time that there had been whispering that Ronan Farrow is more like a crusader than a journalist. And and the fact that he's been allowed to be on this perch, you know, with the Me Too movement and everything else, I think is just very, very important. And I just will say that Matt Lauer, in my view, had every right to then he wrote his own column in this new platform called Mediaite. And they sort of, you know, they, they just look at things that are going on in the media and, and what role that's playing, which I think is very critical. And I think he had every right and he did his own exhaustive piece and said, you know, a lot of conversations about my behavior that, you know, they were misrepresented or Ronan Farrow outright like made up this happened that. It's not that Lauer was saying these episodes didn't occur, but the female in question very much changed and altered a lot of her story, her information, and the context of their relationship. Look, Matt Lauer, his career is destroyed. So I just think that, again, there there are standards. However ugly the situation, I don't think it's a win for journalism going forward or for the female movement to say that there's this one-sided thing. A woman says it, it must be so, destroy the guy. You know, I, I just yeah. think that's a very dangerous path to go down. Donna Perry, how can uh, people uh, read your fine work? Thank you, J.D. Chronicle? So I am at thesunchronicle.com um, and I am at Donna Perry M.A. one uh, on Twitter. But if they go on, they will see I had a feature piece in actually yesterday. That was a different topic. I covered special education and remote learning um, and talked about that's a very tough match <laughs> and uh talked about that but then my column is every thursday in the sun chronicle donna perry great job great we'll to talk you. mega logistics they're there to help you give them a call today 401-431-2300 mega mega logistics if you have freight you need freight goods third-party brokerage for your company warehousing and transportation how about custom freight supply chain management routing Bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, 
third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. Hi, this is Steve at Water Filter Company. You heard John speak about his. Now you can own your own $249 drinking water system for just $199. That's $50 off. This ends May 29th, 2020. Call Water Filter Company. Say John's name, save 50 bucks, and you get all the safe, clean water you can ever need. I don't have enough time to discuss all the benefits here, but will when you call. Don't let this deal go by. Call Water Filter Company, 294-2400. Save 50 bucks. It all ends May 29th, 2020. Well, it's John DePietro. This portion of the program is brought to you by Johnson Propane. Now listen, you want to be prepared for what's going ahead, now is the time to stock up on propane. Stop in. Phil never runs out. That's right. Phil Johnson never runs out. Easy to get to. Located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. And it's right in front of Stop and Shop, right over near Rhode Island College. They are open seven days a week. Propane tank and supplies. They fill Blue Rhino. And they will fill up all your propane tanks. Credit cards, debit cards are accepted. You can call Phil Johnson at 401-621-8129. 401-621-8129. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Call Phil, 401-621-8129. Now is the time to stock up. It's drive-in. No wait, propane filling station. They'll fill up your tank. Now is the time. You want to make sure you don't know what's going to happen. And if, in fact, you get locked down or you have to be out, then you want to make sure you have propane. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. I, I'm stopping by to have Phil fill up. I have two tanks. I'm going to have them both filled up. 401-621-8129. Stop in and see him. He's just terrific. And again, right, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right near Rhode Island College, and right in front of Stop and Shop. It's John DePietro, and there's nothing more important than cleaning your home, your business, a school, any type of building. You need Soul Source Restoration, a Rhode Island-based company, and it's Soul, S-O-L-E, like the sole of your shoe, Soul Source Restoration. Call them today at 401-712-2700. 401-712-2700. Coronavirus Cleaning and Disinfection Service, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. You know, Soul Source Restoration, folks, they are one of the few companies in the entire country have the type of equipment experience that you need. As far as residential, is there anything more important than making sure your home is absolutely clean from viruses for your family, for your friends, for yourself? Soul Source Restoration, same for your business. They have the expertise, the type of equipment that you need to get through this crisis. We spoke with Mike Seepy of Soul Source Restoration, and I asked him about just that very thing, the microthermal fogging and electrostatic spraying equipment that makes Soul Source Restoration different than every other company. We're a full-service restoration company, as you know, John. We've been in it about 15 years now, and with this coronavirus that has changed our world for the time being, we found a unique way to provide a true 99.9% disinfectant service. Mike, Sole Source Restoration, and again, folks, it's S-O-L-E, Sole Source Restoration. What is, what would you say, what is the goal? What is the goal of the company? Our main goal is to utilize our services to keep essential and non-essential businesses safe, protecting both employees and customers. And with Sole Source Restoration, what is the difference equipment that you use that probably is different than any other company certainly in rhode island right now but the way i understand it i've heard it you're one of only six companies in the entire country that have the type of equipment that you have we utilize cdc approved hospital grade disinfectant enhanced with sporocyte and viricide that we atomize by means of microthermal foggers these microthermal foggers break down the disinfectant to three to five micron which is basically a fancy word for micromillimeter this allows the disinfectant to saturate air particles and cover all surface material giving you a true 99.9 percent kill of all pathogens you know, Mike, right now someone is listening saying, John DePietro, this does sound fine. Mike Seepy, 
sole service restoration. It sounds fine, but I already have a janitorial or cleaning company, and and they tell me that that they think they can get rid of the coronavirus. These old methods leave a lot of room for human error, utilizing older equipment that doesn't break down the disinfectant in a way that's going to kill the coronavirus. Mike, with sole source restoration, now you have the country is in pandemic. Everyone is freaked. We are seeing death about the coronavirus. What right now is the biggest challenge for a company like yours that has the capability for a coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service? Our biggest challenge, John, is educating the public that what we're doing is very different from janitorial and normal restoration companies whose conventional methods of cleaning mainly comprise of mops, buckets, spray bottles, and kettle pot foggers. Don't take any chances. Call Soul Source Restoration today. Coronavirus Cleaning and Disinfection Service for Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Call them at 401-712-2700. 401-712-2700. They have the equipment that you need. They will fully clean your home, your property, your office, your school, whether it's any type of business. You heard CDC approved environmentally and pet friendly they have the protective equipment they have the type of equipment that you need don't take any chances a rhode island-based company and they're in a league of their own with the type of resources they have to fully disinfect your property from the coronavirus sole source restoration call them today home or business 401 712 2700 401 712 2700 it's sole source restoration coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service for rhode island massachusetts and connecticut again look for them online soulsourcerestoration.com this portion of the john DePietro show is brought to you by lawn doctor call today your best lawn ever guaranteed 401 392 1025 401 392-1025 or online they have a great website lawndoctor.com what do they do well outdoor pest control annual program lawn care service they make great lawns happen lawn doctor at island your lawn care company love your lawn best lawn guaranteed call them today 401-392-1025 free uh consultation and estimate 401 401- Three nine two ten twenty five lawn doctor and now is the time because you can get the early spring the crabgrass control time release fertilizer professional blend of high calcium line lawn doctor go online check them out it's lawndoctor.com or call them today 401 392 1025 lawn doctor <laughs> 